0: Podcast. and happy wednesday acme army how we doing today i know we're good lots to talk about all over the nfl but first i want to give a big announcement on friday peter jones is returning to the podcast we're gonna talk all things vikings and the great history we have
1: let's check it that time. yeah
0: buddy <laughs> yeah buddy Midweek recap, baby. Acme Army is here to deliver all the news around the NFL and your Green Bay Packers. Boy, oh, boy, a lot has happened this week, Eric. Lots of things to talk about on the wires, potential trades. There's rumors bouncing all over the place. The Packers, we're still reeling from our victory on Sunday. How are we doing up in the Northwoods?
1: No, we're doing just fine we missed that uh, we didn't cap off uh, we are a green bay packers podcast however we are badger loyalists to the core and i forgot to mention a little bit about that we got to put a little 2 2 minute segment on the badgers and at some point in here <clears throat> for sure uh, yeah all kinds of news all kinds of stuff to talk about Dying to get going with this one yeah yeah it'll be a fun one well, hey
0: we want to say thank you again for everybody that keeps on hitting that subscribe button and keeps hitting that follow button on the podcast guys Really thankful for all of you and all of your time. Right now, YouTube, we have some more videos up there at the Acme Army that are going really, really well. And, hey, listen, you want to see uh, the pretty faces behind the mics? Take a peek, huh? All right.
1: It ain't that pretty at all. (laughs) Quote Warren (laughs) Zevon. All right,
0: let's get into it. Well, this week we have the Minnesota Vikings coming up, Eric. This is one of the longest, most hated rivalries that the Green Bay Packers have. What are your feelings heading into this week?
1: Well, I have to uh, just take a step back and say absolutely, you know the the Bears and the Packers are the NFL's oldest rivals, mm-hmm. but for the last 30 years uh the, the hatreds with the Vikings, <clears throat> I I uh, that could be I uh, could be uh, cursing to some, but Uh, I, uh, you know, always am up for the Bears, but the Vikings uh, just seem to take it to a different level, an uncomfortable level. They do. Um, You
0: know, I lived there for eight years and spent a lot of that time on the phone with you during that time. And I carried the G everywhere I went. Everybody knew I was a Packers fan. And it always surprised me in Minneapolis. How many... Skull Bandits were out there, you know, uh, screaming this about the Vikings. And I knew more about their football team than they did. That's the kind of fans we're dealing with over there.
1: Well, we always say uh, Minneapolis is one of the great cities in America – uh, given the culture, the arts, the athletics. It's a, it's a wonderful place to live with, with one caveat, and that's it's just, just too, uh, way too many Minnesotans living there. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the issue with Minneapolis. But anyways, sorry. Shout out, Minneapolis, yay. Yeah, uh, yeah, we love you. Nieces
0: and nephews there. Carry that G, baby. Well, there has been quite the firestorm coming out of Minneapolis that I want to touch on. And that is with them sending away Ngongwe and now the rumors of, you know, potential other players that they're looking to release. And today's biggest rumor was Adam Thielen on a list of potential players that could be shipped out of Minnesota. I don't know what's going on over there, but to get rid of your best player on offense – Arguably, with Dalvin Cook, but Adam thielen consistently year after year has done wonders for him. What is going on over
1: there right now uh, just i can 't believe that i 've seen that as well i can 't believe it he 's a, a hometown product um, it 's hard it 's hard to imagine you know this was a team that uh, most uh, most of the uh, intelligent folks let 's say. Uh, had uh, finishing ahead of us this year. Um, they have <laughs> scraped out a win uh, and have looked terrible all year. Uh, I I don't understand what's going on over there. I can't imagine that they're going to be parting with Alan, uh, with Thielen. I mean, goodness gracious, you got rid of Diggs. Yeah. Um, you're left with Thielen. And, and yes, Justin Jefferson certainly has emerged as a real threat. Boy, he, he's, I think, uh exceeded even the highest expectations for a rookie, a wide receiver, for sure. uh, but, but not to have a second mm-hmm. uh, and, and to get rid of your star. I don't know what's going on over you, there unless you, you, they're just blowing it up. Yeah. In a clean house.
0: Yeah. Also, they want to jump into the, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, but Kirk cousins, 11 touchdowns this season, 10 interceptions. It's uh, it's a sign of what he has been doing in control of that offense. It's a, it's a game I can't wait to get a, uh, you know, get them into Lambeau and to really unleash a little bit of our secondary. Because maybe this is the game we get an interception, Eric. <laughs> it's been a long time. And uh, I say it every week, but Kirk Cousins, they're thinned out. Uh, I'm feeling good about this game.
1: Well, do you think that Kirk Cousins is going to actually dare to throw a ball? At Jair Island?
0: <laughs> I just yeah. don't see it. Yeah, right? Well, and even Josh Jackson right now. I mean, uh, a, a, a rookie Josh Jackson could pick off Kirk Cousins. So, all right, enough passion, enough passion. A couple other things that are happening around the Packers sphere here that affect us, and particularly in the NFC North, is that the Dallas Cowboys just traded for a sixth-round pick, Everson Griffin. To the Detroit Lions. What are your feelings on that?
1: Uh, interesting the way uh, defensive ends in Minnesota are being moved around the league this year. Um, don't uh, don't quite understand that. Uh, of course, you know if Minnesota is a hot mess, or you know what the hell's going on in Dallas. Yeah, um, that's that's a bizarre bizarre scenario. I don't, uh, with the injuries that they have, getting rid of players, um, you know, are we beginning to see how teams are going to deal with the COVID cap reduction? Mm-hmm. Is, is this what we're starting to see? Uh, people uh, are going to, in advance, start getting their team a little bit more squared away? And that um, is an
0: excellent point, because they're also releasing uh, Don Terry Poe and Daryl Worley, the cornerback, if they can't get him traded. Um, down in Dallas. Well,
1: you That's know, this, this brings, you up the, brings up to me the potential, and I, I'm not talking about wide receivers, but the, the Andre Risen 1995-96 uh, um, situation where we, we pick up a guy for a half a season uh, that can make a difference. Um, is that going to happen? I, I'm not going to be surprised. I, I I don't necessarily know that – I think that it's going to be – um, uh, an offensive player or a defensive player, but I think that Gudekunst is going to find somebody. One uh, popped up this morning is uh, apparently Carlos Dunlop mm-hmm. has been told to stay home. Yeah. Uh, and uh, immediately, I guess he was caught uh, um, arguing with his defensive coordinator being held back by his line coach. After the game, he listed his house on Twitter. And, mm. um, Sounds like he might be a not very expensive, uh, fairly easy uh, rental to maybe get something more than we're getting out of Dean Lowry. Um, well,
0: I mean, Dunlop's an end, right? Yep. He's a, he's a 10-year vet, 11-year vet. He's been around yep. the block. But yep. Yeah, maybe he could throw in, you know, 30 snaps a game that give you some fresh wheels, and, you know, he's always been a sack standout for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm still rooting for Geno Atkins. Keep my fingers crossed on that one. Um,
1: yeah, well, it's and that, sort of a poor man's J.J. Watt.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, J, they had J.J. J. Watt this morning going to the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh. Yeah, uh, it makes me feel a little like, like that as well. I think J.J. Watt deserves better than what he's getting right now in Houston. I don't know if they're... Two three years away from winning a championship. <clears throat> not when they have yep. to play. Not not when they have to face a Kansas City in the division. I mean, it looks like the Patriots of old is what these Kansas City Chiefs are. And if I was JJ Watt, I'd be all down with coming back to the Packers. You know, the more I've uh, giggled about what you had suggested and what everybody else around the internet has suggested, I'm I'm not against it. I'm not against it.
1: Well, you can you can make it work. Uh, there's no there 's no money involved next year if you can sign him to a team friendly let him right, retire in Wisconsin contract next year you have that option uh, it 's absorbing his contract this year is the only issue
0: if you it's, really want to win a Super Bowl this well, is the move you make
1: it's it 's an interesting one you know we got a bunch of other stuff going on with the team yeah. uh, Alan Lazard and christian Kirksey are, are, are allowed to practice uh beginning today um Chris Barnes so 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 back uh, up,
0: back up, back up they 're allowed to practice
1: correct, they have completed their three weeks on IR
0: so but if they don 't activate them to practice, their next three week window of whether they have to activate them does not start, so if they don 't practice this week they 're still rehabbing it 's fine the, the, the
1: three week I believe that 's correct believe that 's correct uh, Good news on Chris Barnes. Um, the injury was to was a bruise to the arm, and that there was no further damage to his shoulder sustained. Beautiful. Um, that's a really huge, huge thing. <clears throat> Another uh, sort of key component of our offense, uh, Mr. Irvin, uh, likely to be back this week. From from what I'm hearing, um, that the uh, that the injury that we feared was maybe much worse than what it was. Mm. Um, if if the Packers had had known that that he likely would have been placed on IR because it's only a three-week designation. Yeah. So there's every chance that he may be good to go this week, which would be a, a, a big, uh, <clears throat> a big uh, a kick in the pants. Uh, Kamal Martin uh, graded out at Pro Football Focus as the second highest-rated defender on the team. Not bad for a, for a first, uh, first experience in the NFL. Devontae Adams as PFF's overall number one player in football last week. Pretty uh, pretty excited about that, Um, and I think I also, um, well, I'm not all that comfortable tooting the Acme Army horn, but I think we got to give ourselves a little bit of a pat on the back, seeing more and more and more material that uh, we're discussing on this podcast on Monday, making it into Tuesday papers. Now, I'm not in any way suggesting that anyone's pay attention to two guys in their garage. Um, However... Uh, it's uh, it's an occasion to me at least that we're getting better and and that's what we're trying to do just trying to be a little bit more uh uh, helpful and throwing information out there to uh, to Green Bay Packer fans.
0: Few people know that in a basement in Philadelphia, there is a nuclear uh, reactor of Packer information coming through here. It is amazing. Um, yeah, we I, I didn't want to jump ahead too far onto our injuries and everything else on the Packers because I was still overwhelmed at some of the NFL rumors that I wanted to get to here, Eric, because there's some names that popped up that le- lead into – some of you know a, a, a remake of what we've been talking about. You know the Packers tried to make a trade for Zach Ertz f- before he went on IR. What does that tell you from a offensive standpoint? What are we trying to do?
1: Well, he's a t- tight end with ridiculous numbers at the at the point that this happened. Um, you had Mercedes Lewis dinged up. You had big uh, Robert Tunyon uh, banged up. Um, Sternberger hadn't yet been really producing. Um, Zach Ertz is a killer, uh, and 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 would slide seamlessly into. Can you imagine having uh, Ertz and Tunyon uh, out there at the same time? Um, great player. I think it'd be fun to see
0: him out there. I just the contract is something that
1: I am not
0: up-to-date on because he's got a big contract and he wanted more. I just don't know if that was <clears throat> the economic fit we were looking for, especially if we're talking about adding somebody on the defensive side of the ball, which which we are a little more um, open for opportunities for improvement. You know, We talked about Carlos Dunlop, but uh, piggybacking on Zach Ertz is the Texans just released one of our favorite guys Troy Fumagalli.
1: Big Troy.
0: Nine fingers from heaven right there. A guy (laughs) can catch anything, right? Interesting. I mean, if we're looking at tight ends and he's on the wire, from a move perspective, Wisconsin's offense, he wasn't the big blocking tight end. He He was a great release tight end and made a hell of a lot of plays for the Badgers. So if he's out there, I'd like to see him, you know, at some point get a call. It's obvious we value the tight end position. Also, we can't get uh, too far down the road without talking about what your biggest dream for the Bay Packers was going to be. That would be Antonio Brown going to the Tampa Bay
1: Buccaneers right now. Yeah. We can finally That's, get that uh, rumor
0: off of the board for the Packers.
1: Well, so the fuse has been lit. We'll see how long it is before he blows up. Yeah, And, you know, all of the, uh, the advantages we talked about about bringing that kind of a talent, you know, come with the baggage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he's a, a Brady guy. I think he's in Tampa because Tom Brady wanted him there.
0: Why is he a Brady guy? Why does Tom Brady love him so much? He's played for the Steelers his entire life. <laughs> you know, what, where's the infatuation come from?
1: Well, I think, I think, first of all, Brady worked with him you know, the brief stint in, in Tampa, excuse me, in uh, New England. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tom Brady wants to win at any cost. And bringing in more talent helps you win.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Godwin broke his finger. So I. he is a tough he, – he, he's a tough addition for that team because what do you do to Mike Evans? What do you do to Godwin? I know Godwin's been hurt a little bit, but this could be – this could really separate them from the Packers or, you know, hopefully it blows up and uh, they come back down to earth. Also, Des Bryant going to Baltimore. He's another receiver we talked about in the past. Possession receiver could help us. Is he too old right now?
1: Don't know. I, I got a feeling we're going to find out before too very long. Yeah. I mean, he was a he was a great wide receiver. Um, two years out of the league. Don't know. Yeah. Gronkowski can do it. Why can't Des Bryant? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it seems like in the past we used to rush people back from these injuries, try to get them back in that year time frame. Now, guys taking years off, uh, it's got to do nothing but help them. So, good luck to Des. So, let's move back on over to the NFC North, Eric, because the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings have. Proved to be a conference that is confusing and jumbled and the Bears at five and two and the Packers at five and one are atop of the division. The Vikings, thankfully, they are in the basement, but the Lions are kind of sneaking up right now. They're three and three, just beat the Falcons on a great play in the last uh drive of the game. What are you feeling about our position in this? In this division, and how we can win it,
1: I guess. Well, I think we're solidly uh, in the driver's seat. Um, I'll I'll turn the question right around to you. Who are who are you more afraid of, the Chicago Bears or the Detroit Lions? The Detroit Lions. That's why yeah, I'm kind of kind of in that camp too. Yeah, uh, I, Chicago's I, got a great defense, but uh, boy, uh, sounds like the Detroit defense just got a little bit better. Um, and they've got some weapons. Mm -hmm.
0: T.J. Hawkinson is back. You know, he caught the touchdown to win for him, but uh, he's a big part of their offense. They're getting healthy. The Bears look like they're about to take a nosedive. I mean, Foles is 28 for 40, interceptions.
1: Well, and it's the, the, uh, you know, more than half of the games, Nick Foles, you know, the savior in Chicago, has laid an egg. Um, seems like more of the same from Chicago quarterbacking. Um, not really scared of him. yeah. Uh, or Trubisky. Sort of missed Jay Cutler a little bit. You know, not having Cuddy in there, <laughs> you lose a little bit of your security blanket. But uh... Yeah.
0: With yeah, Stafford, though, he's got 10 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, 17 touchdowns, 2 interceptions in one game. Uh, there's just a difference there. But, again, defense, the Bears' defense, Khalil Mack, for his silent, as he's looked. He's racking up stats. You know, he's just not getting the highlights. I would say on SportsCenter so much, but he is. The defense is looking good there. Their offense is just in shambles.
1: Heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, division wise or uh, conference wise, Seattle is our biggest competition right now. They had a tough game last week. Russell threw three interceptions from your gut now on how we would stack up against those Seahawks. Where do you think we stand?
1: Well, going back to the, uh, the earlier, uh, earlier podcast discussions of whether or not to root from Minnesota to beat Seattle, I feel a whole lot more confident playing them in Green Bay. You know, have them having a second loss on their record right now would be huge. If you're talking strictly football and matching up, um, I don't think their defense uh, matches up very well with our offense. And I think you could almost say the same uh, in in the converse of that. In that, uh, uh, well, actually, it's not the converse; it's just the opposite. I'm sorry. Um, Our defense, which is number one in the league. In, in, we spend most time in dime of any team in the league, um, seems to uh, to line up quite well with their offense. Um, I like the way we match up against them. Um, bad things happen when we go to Seattle. I just hope that that, uh, that inevitable playoff game uh, is here. And I don't see a reason why it won't be. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think Green Bay's on the verge. I'm back on the uh, D's bandwagon this week a little bit in that uh, after getting a chance to see Kamal Martin play and finding that, uh, that Barnes isn't, uh, uh, Barnes isn't uh, terribly hurt, I think those two guys make a big difference. We got Christian Kirksey, who uh, in spot duty may be, uh, uh, may be very functional. Uh, we're getting the play out of Josh Jackson. You're starting to see the young safeties in Henry Black and Vernon Scott play. Um, I, I like the way the defense is, is show, uh, uh, rounding out. I wasn't feeling so good after Tampa, but, you know, after a loss, it's doom and gloom anyways, and it Mm -hmm. takes a while to work through that. But I think we're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, I think we match up well defensively against them. They have the upper hand with the receivers on their team, and we have the upper hand with the running backs. So I think it's kind of a wash in the grand scheme of things. But defense is going to separate it. And, yeah, their defense, son of a gun, they better not pick up J.J. Watt in the next couple weeks because – don't want to see him again. But yeah, I like the way that we look in the conference, which brings us to the point here. There's only one bye this year in the playoffs. One team gets a home field a first round bye and home field advantage. And at five and one, the Packers control their destiny. When's the last time we got to say the Packers control their destiny heading into week eight? <laughs>
1: Um, so what's the tiebreak we have over Seattle? Um, cause so our losses in the conference, I'm curious as to why we wouldn't be tied with them.
0: So they lost to the Cardinals and they lost to
1: Seattle was undefeated. They have one loss. We have the same record.
0: They lost to, uh, yeah, they lost to the
1: Cardinals. Which is a loss in the conference, just you know, that that's a loss in their division. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's a tie break. Maybe. Because we, we are, we're we're so far perfect in our division, you know, with Tampa being the only loss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well it's it's nice that we're even talking about this after six games. <laughs> you know? How fun is that? Yeah. How fun is that? Yeah. Well we're big game to- with the Vikings.
0: We're heading into a big game for sure. And defensively on their side, give me one player I got to start thinking about for the Friday preview um, on their side that you've had an eye on that you think could be an impact for the Vikings that we got to really protect against.
1: Well, Kendricks, you know, Kendricks was the, the, the guy who came to play in the first time in, 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 in week one. Yeah. Uh, he's, just, he's just a great, great football player um he scares me he blows a lot up you know he he's uh you know it's it's almost that the, the going back to tampa it, it's almost that they had two of him um with with their with their inside backers um mm-hmm. they only have one I, I like that yeah i like that yeah and if you look at look at how we played them week 1 what what are they going to do to stop us mm-hmm. um they're shooting themselves in the foot on offense um, I think our defense is starting uh, starting to round into shape. Um, you're getting uh, Preston Smith back playing. We're getting some young guys back. We're getting some old guys back. I like the way things are trending for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah.
0: One guy, I just uh, want to make sure that from an offensive side, we are taking care of Irv Smith. I want to see the Irv Smith, Kamal Martin, match up, How he covers him, if he covers him. Um, that's that, that, you know, that's, I'm. That's what I'm worried. Not not worried about. That's just that's the matchup
1: I'm thinking. Uh, y- yeah, um, y- you got to see a little bit of that. We talked. We touched on that with uh, uh, him coming over when he dropped back, uh, helping with Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing based on the play recently of Raven Green, that uh, when when we go uh, when we go nickel and dime, that Raven Green's going to be locked on 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 Irv Smith or mm-hmm. or. Uh, Oh, goodness gracious. Um, there's stud tight end. Help me. Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, be interesting to see how we play. That's another thing that's, that's now that we're getting all these guys back, um, you know, we've played a certain way out of necessity. And, and now when you've got uh, more bullets in the chamber, uh, which, way, uh, which way is Patton going to use them? Uh, it's, it's, it's fun to watch the matchups every week and getting more fun.
0: Yeah, I hope uh, I hope that we pin our ears back and go at Kirk Cousins like he has not seen this year. I think we have the cornerbacks that are thirsty and ready to take on those challenges. They're not Justin Jefferson. Who's going to match up with him? Is it going to be Josh Jackson? You know, is it going to be Jair? They're going to be playing sides. I, I love it. I love the matchups there. But I think. I think we got a lot to talk about on Friday on these breakdowns before we get
1: into it. So, Absolutely. And are we going to get to see, uh, are we going to get to see, uh, uh, hello, uh, Mr. Dalvin Cook? I'd like you to meet Kamal Martin. Now pick so, up your mouth guard and go back to the huddle.
0: Yeah. Kamal hey, Martin, all I'm thinking about is that guy. It's all I'm thinking about this week. We posted the the clip on YouTube of you and I discussing Kamal and Chris Barnes. And thanks for everybody for watching that. That was. We're excited about him, but when you look at Kamal Martin, Eric, we talked about just how great it would have to be to have Kenneth Murray, a six-foot-three inside linebacker, and Kamal Martin is every bit a six-three. He's a monster back there, and I,
1: we we hit a grand slam on him. Yep, and I hope we hope we're not uh, getting too far ahead. Um, but based on everything we've heard and now the little bit that we've seen uh, the potential is certainly there and it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned Murray you and I for years spend a lot of time talking about the draft and and I think that maybe Kenneth Murray um, was the first time that you and I were in lockstep of mm. if this guy's available this mm. is the guy mm. you know this is the way Absolutely. we should go the kid's incredible yeah. um, and again that position uh, we'll, we'll see as the league evolves but Certainly having a pair of them like Tampa Bay does mm-hmm. uh, is an offense wrecker. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's a recipe. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. You throw him next to Kirksey. You throw him next to Barnes. You throw Barnes next to Kirksey. Now all of a sudden we have a, a good core in that center that maybe can allow that rush to go a little more. Maybe, maybe Patton will get a little wilder with the rush. I mean, you saw Kamal Martin lining up on the line. You know, and busting through there, he moves bodies. He's uh,
1: he does, and now you got a healthy Kenny Clark. uh, You know, freeing up people for he and Barnes to make plays in the running game. Is our running uh, run D going to get you know reasonably stout here in a hurry? Can't wait to find out. Big test on Sunday. It's definitely, it's definitely.
0: Well, with that being said, guys, we are going to be back on Friday for our in-depth. Green Bay Packer, Minnesota Viking breakdown. A lot of fun matchups we're going to be talking about. Also on Friday, Mr. Peter Jones from the U.K. is going to come back, talk some Vikings history, and talk about the game coming up. Uh, we are real excited to have Peter back on the show.
1: Got a, If we got a minute, I got a little story to share going back to the last uh, podcast about uh, Greg Jennings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that is if you look over uh, my left shoulder, uh, you'll see my uh, – personalized, autographed Green Bay Packer helmet made out to be from none other than Aaron Rodgers. Um, and there's kind of a funny story that, uh, that I'll try to make as brief as possible. But my uh, my nephew and little hunting buddy kind of, I think, stole that from his dad uh, and went down to Pack Attack uh, in Wausau, which is at, uh, uh, it's not day's at home, it's uh, Country Lanes, big bowling alley, and uh, got Aaron Rodgers to sign it. Uh, and then gave it to me as a Christmas present, which was just special, uh, absolutely special. And my nephew, who's uh, currently residing in, uh, in Minneapolis, in fact, he can see that bird-killing machine of a football stadium that they have uh, from his window in downtown Minneapolis, where he hangs a Reggie White picture in the window. Um, he, I talked to him last night, and he told me something that I didn't know which uh, sort of cements my entire family and the never Greg Jennings camp. Um, But it turns out that the previous year he and a buddy had previously stolen the helmet and taken it to pack attack to get a signature. And it was Greg Jennings and Greg Jennings kept, he said there was just an enormous pile of kids all wearing their Greg Jennings jerseys. And Jennings made him wait three hours before he canceled his appearance and so, if it wasn't for him being such a flake, my made-out-to-me Aaron Rodgers signed helmet would have Greg Jennings on it—a Viking, uh, unacceptable. He's never welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Just had to get that out there. We're, we're a never-Jennings crowd here. Uh,
0: all right. Well, uh, you, you represent one half of the Acme Army, so I, uh, I can't
1: argue with that. Well, so I'm speaking personally just for my family.
0: Yes, 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 absolutely. Well, Greg Jennings, good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. You got some t- tough competition to convince you're worthy to come back in the Packer Nation. But... That being said, everybody, thanks for the listens. Thanks for the likes. We will be back Friday happier, stronger, faster, louder. We get ready for those Minnesota Vikings. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Be nice to one another out there. Eric, take us out.
1: Hey, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Uh, Look forward to to, uh, seeing you on Friday. Uh, Stay safe and go Pack Go. That's it. We've done our duties. Job is done. Put on our chaplain. Blue note, Jazz, you know. Shoey